Hey everyone, welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Report. I'm introducing a new company to all of you. Company is called Infinico Metals, traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol INFM. Infinico Metals is exploring for critical minerals in Quebec. These critical minerals include nickel, copper, cobalt, and lithium. The company has two projects in Quebec, both with the option to acquire 100% of each. I am chatting with the CEO, Sam Walding. Now, Sam, this is, again, an intro to the company, but it is a rebrand of a company that I featured on the show a few years ago with a whole new focus, again, on critical minerals in Quebec. Please, Sam, give us a bit of a background here on Infinico Metals, how it came together and why focus on these critical minerals in Quebec? Yeah, hi, Gory. So um, Infinico's got a little bit of a backstory, I guess. The company was actually uh, it was actually started a couple of years ago, and the original name was Buring Gold. It was focused on gold projects uh, out in Newfoundland. It was a company that was seeded by a plethora of private equity. The company uh, did what it was supposed to do. It was, it was out drilling a gold project. Ultimately, though, the project wasn't very fruitful, uh, didn't hit the grades and the size that it needed to. So it went through a bit of repurposing and rebranding. So that's the point, really, that I, I came into Infinico. We generated some new new projects, some new ideas, uh, and we decided to refocus the company in into Quebec uh, with this specific focus on critical minerals. So nickel, copper, cobalt, magmatic nickel sulfides in particular, and a, a little bit of lithium on the side. And so that's really where we're up to now with these two key projects, critical minerals focus in this world-class mining jurisdiction uh, just above Valdor in Quebec. And uh, we're, we're going from there. All right, let's get into the projects then. The company has the option to acquire 100% of each of these projects, Nicobi Project and Dalhousie. Let's start off with Nicobi simply because the company just released drill results from this initial program at Nicobi. Give us a bit of a background on this project, some of the historic work that was done. Yeah, sure. So Nicobi is our key project right now. It's a magmatic nickel, copper, cobalt sulfide project. The project was identified first by Naranda in the 1960s. Naranda actually grid drilled a very small area and they managed to define uh, a small historic resource. Since uh, Naranda, there had been a few, a few operators come in and test the known mineralization, uh, the last of which was in the early 90s. We picked up the historic data. Uh, we, we rebuilt some of this idea on the, the prospectivity of the magmatic sulfide province and its ability to host this type of deposit. And we actually modeled the data. We created digital leapfrog models for the first time and tried to interpret what this mineralized body was doing. Based on that, we were able to generate uh, really high quality drill targets and quite a, quite a, quite a prospective thesis, I guess, of how to build on that known mineralization and where to go testing. So we we actually conducted our first drill program, uh, following through with some of the, these ideas in, in January 2024. We conducted a program of five drill holes of just over 1,100 meters. And we've really had some fantastic results just come in for these. So our first hole hit uh, 51, just over 51 meters. 1.37% nickel, 0.38% copper, 418 ppm cobalt. And that's a real world-class discovery hole. If you, if you, if you want to compare to discovery holes of, uh, I guess, 
other known uh, magmatic nickel copper cobalt sulfide deposits. So hole three also had an intercept that ran of mineralization over 50 meters, almost 54 meters. Seems like these two holes really were the key holes of that small five thousand or five hole program. What did they tell you then about the historic work and how you go about following up at this project? Yeah. So, I mean, the the whole whole what the, the, there's a bit of a backstory to actually how this drill program's gone, I guess. So. Hole number one was designed to really confirm the existing mineralization. It did do that and it went well beyond that. We've been able to uh, double the grade and double the width of any known intersect on the project. Based on the historic data, though, we we actually interpreted the mineralized body was uh, plunging to a northwesterly direction. So that was why hole number two was planned. Hole number two didn't actually intersect anything, but it told us geologically that the mineralized body clearly wasn't dipping in that direction. When we drilled hole number three and hit in a different orientation and took structural measurements from both hole number three and hole number one, the structural reading strongly suggests a dip of the body now to the north direction. So it would suggest that we've actually drilled through the thickness in hole one. I guess maybe maybe more importantly, though, there's no real historic drilling to the north and the area is completely open. In our fifth hole, fifth and final hole on on the project, we drilled. Uh, we tried to drill in the, the northerly direction to try and intercept something to the north. It was a very poor drill pad. We didn't have any drill roads in place and any drill pads that could actually hit the the direct down dip extension. We didn't expect to be drilling there, but hole five did intersect a very small section of magmatic nickel sulfide mineralization. And structural measurements in that again align with hole number one and hole number three and suggest. The plunge and dip of this mineralized body is actually going to the north in an area which is completely untested and undrilled. So it sounds like you need to get back drilling here. Uh, Do you have any plans to get back on this project to follow up on this new theory of where the mineralization is? Yeah, we do. I mean, there are direct uh, high priority drill targets now on this project which need testing straight away. That's both in the vicinity to the north down dip and two and a half kilometres of strike length, which goes out to the north-northwest, where we have historic geophysics pointing towards direct drill targets as well. So what we need to do is come back to this project, put a full programme in to test these high-priority targets. We've been able to show that there is significant width and grade the nickel tenors in the drill core and the assays that we've released are exceptional, uh, 8.2% 8, 8. average over this long intersect in hole one. That shows that this system has got the potential to be a real high-grade uh, magmatic nickel sulfide system. So you don't need great quantities of material there to produce a, an economic style deposit. So everything is pointing towards what we want to see, I guess. And yeah, it's now just a case of chasing those targets chasing uh, the main body of mineralization and trying to expand and build on what we've what we've shown so far in January. Okay, so follow-up drill program needed here. What about the Dalhousie project? This is more of a lithium focus with some uh, recent results over the last couple of months. So what's going on at Dalhousie now? Yeah, so Dalhousie is, I, I guess, is slightly in the background compared to Nicobe now with, with a drill hit like that. 
but it's about 65 kilometers to the north so in the same place as Nakobe uh, the same region so it's all fully road accessible both of these projects completely accessible in a key location in Quebec just above Valdor but uh, Dalhousie we've we've been able to show there's some lithium potential here and lithium hasn't really been explored for or looked at in this part of Quebec before in a very last minute end of season uh, half day of field work, we've actually been able to show that there's a lithium bearing pegmatite on the property spanning 100 odd metres. I mean, it was half snow covered when we actually discovered the thing, but it's consistently returning really good grades of Li2O. So um, along the along the pegmatite outcrop that we've discovered, we've got grades up to 4.45% Li2O in, in outcrop. And this is really the first time that the project's been looked at for lithium. So it needs some proper mapping. Pegmatite needs tracing properly. The thickness needs to be able to be shown properly. And then there's more than likely direct drill targets there to go and follow up on later this year as well. So again, it's a it's an exciting uh, group of projects we've got in a very exciting region of the world in really quite a, a sought after part of the world as well in terms of ability to work, ease to work and uh, the ability to advance these projects forward quickly. Let's talk about the team at Infinico Metals then. Sam, it's your first time on the show, so please, a little background on yourself and any team members you want to highlight. Yeah, sure. So I'll, I'll, start, so I'll start with myself. So um, I sit as the CEO of Infinico. My background is actually uh, in the British Army, so that's where I started, really coming from that kind of school of, I guess, military management. Uh, I then spent a couple of years in Australia, in the Australian mining sector, then came back to mineral exploration. So I've got a, a master's degree in mineral exploration, applied environmental geology from the University of Leicester in the UK. And since then, I've been working with plethora of private equity. So that's uh, it's a it's an equity based group out of Europe uh, who incubate and uh, build junior mineral exploration companies. And we've been exploring and building exploration companies all over the world now for the past six years or so. So that's my background. And then alongside myself, we've got uh, our vice president of exploration. So uh, Sabi Orban, who is a geologist by background. He holds a master's degree and a BSc in geology out of Europe again. He has been involved in various discoveries from gold discoveries in Serbia, magmatic nickel sulfide discoveries in Scandinavia and worked across the US and Canada for the past few years. And then our exec chairman is uh, Tom. Tom has sat on the Canadian side in Toronto in, in asset management, wealth management for a number of years now. So that's our core group and our core exec management group, really. Okay, that kind of ties into the next question then on shareholder and the share structure, that relationship with plethora private equity, that private equity fund is a 31% shareholder of Infinico Metals, total shares outstanding under 60 million and on a fully diluted basis right around 72 million. Talk to us about cash in the bank here, Sam. What is the company going to have to do? How much are you going to have to raise to get back on Nakobe and even move forward with Dalhousie? Yeah, so, I mean, as you say, we've got a pretty tight share structure still. In terms of our actual shareholders, the key one there is plethora private equity. They hold a large position from when this company was first listed. They were the group that actually seeded the company. 
Since then, they've been supportive the whole way out. They were involved in the last round of fundraising uh, back in November in 2023, which was the proceeds went towards the drilling of Nakobe. And they'll be supportive throughout going forward as well. Beyond that, we've got a small position there with SIDEX, the Quebec-based fund, who have also been very supportive in the recent round of fundraising and what we're trying to do here in Quebec. And then the retail side are largely legacy from the IPO a couple of years ago and people that have come in on the last round in November. In terms of um, cash in the bank, our last raise was in in November. Uh, We raised 1.8 million and that will get us through this year in the operations of the company up to around about August, September time. It's also funded a large part of the Nakobe drilling. We'll be left with uh, we'll be left with some exploration dollars after the all of the all, after all of the drilling has has been expensed and paid for at the end of this month, and we'll be looking to come back to the markets probably in April sometime to fund another round of drilling at Nakobe and build up the work on uh, Dalhousie. Okay, Sam, I think that brings us up to speed. Thank you for this update. I will post a link to the Infinico Metals website so you all can learn more about the company by clicking on the company's corporate presentation. I'll also follow up as we get closer, I guess, to the company raising some money and any other news that comes out of the company. Sam, thank you again for your time. Please keep me up to date on future news. Thank you, Corey. Good to speak to you.